0: Welcome to a shout out to Gunther, to Deezy, to the fumble games, you know, thank you for Miss Crispy and her curse. Oh man, (laughs) I was blessed by the Crispy curse.
1: Hi everyone. And welcome to another episode of no one cares about
2: your winning streak. Well, not yours, but it'll be our guests winning streak. So a little teaser for that. Definitely not mine. (laughs) not mine either so (laughs) here we are as always your commissioner johnny
1: and your favorite co-host crispy
2: going over what this past week was five weeks into the nfl fantasy football season and getting you guys ready for week six
1: which is also the first week of buys crazy
2: (laughs) it's not quite by mageddon by mageddon is coming though we are at the start of the bye season
1: As if we didn't have enough of a hard time just dealing with everybody's injuries. Now we have to worry about teams just not playing at all, which for some of these teams is nothing new.
2: (laughs) Shots fired. Shots fired.
1: (laughs) And luckily, none of them can go off this week because none of them are playing. There you go. We'll talk about this curse that I apparently control. I don't know. So, yeah, this week we have Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry, Arthur. You have to go a week without them. And the Tennessee Titans are all on by.
2: Um, mean, you know, some pretty good fantasy implications, right? The Lions aren't the best team in the world with a lot of heart, though. But they've been putting up pretty good fantasy numbers this year. So there's some Texans here and there that are relative. Um, Raiders have been pretty good fantasy wise. Uh, Derek Henry's come back to life for the Titans. So a little bit of uh, player management, nothing too crazy. But yeah, uh, make sure we're ready for those buys coming up on the injury front a little, little bit lighter than our previous one. I think
1: it's not as long. That's for sure
2: yeah still some stuff to deal with so i'll take this first one we have my quarterback number three russell <laughs> wilson with a shoulder injury uh my quarterback because i'm a bronco fan obviously right but fred's fantasy quarterback and i think uh, fred's starting him as well so keep an eye on that so it, luckily i mean for better or worse they played um that thursday night game they played a thursday night game and which so- was horrible
1: i mean i don't know if you can even call that a game
2: they they were on the football field for sixty minutes. Uh, oh no, longer than that. They went over. It was way longer. It was, it was longer than that. They so yeah. I mean, for for some accounts, it was more than a football game. But anyway.
1: Oh uh, my god! I had to sorry. I had to like talk about this because there was no way this was going to be my favorite game of the week. But I I would be so regretful if I didn't mention Richard Sherman's reaction after Thursday night's game because of Russell Wilson. It was by far my favorite moment and there's been some good ones so far but just i i don't know if, if you guys don't stick around for after the game especially thursday night's game because why would have anyone stuck around even for the end of the game i mean literally broncos fans were walking out when the score was like nine nine but richard sherman at the end of the game in their post game show was hilarious like literally you could see him going through the ptsd of the Seahawks Super Bowl. God, what Super Bowl was that? Like 20... Oh, 49. 49? All right. I don't know. I, I think that was like 2015 maybe. Uh,
2: 2014. 2014?
1: Jesus. But my goodness. Same sort of situation. Should have run the ball. They did it. And Richard Sherman was losing it. So please, if you haven't like looked this up, Johnny has the link if you need it. It is gold. Pure gold in reaction to Thursday night's game. I mean, sure. Russell Wilson is injured. And I guess this injury has been like around for a few weeks, they're saying, I think. So I suppose this is the excuse as to why he's been playing the way he's been playing. But my God.
2: But Here's the thing, though. And and I'll try not to be on my soapbox for too long. But he has a shoulder injury. Acknowledge that you're in pain. It hurts. Why did you throw the ball in fourth and one? why did you do that? <laughs> You can't physically throw the ball right now. You're in pain. Run the ball. I'm about to Richard Sherman. This it's fourth and one. Run the ball. Your your shoulder hurts. Why are you throwing the football? Why? What is the reason? But
1: all the more reason, all the more, oh God, all the more reason why this, that Richard Sherman Sherman moment was just pure gold. Like every, I think everyone was, is after finding out about this injury is having a Richard Sherman moment. So good. So good. But moving on. Damian Harris. That was, man, he, you know, there was a lot of good things saying to be said about Damien Harris going into week five. So it was really unfortunate that he went down. I am, although rather happy that he went down because he's on Lou's team and I am playing Lou this week, but I'm pretty sure he's going to miss a a few weeks. Well,
2: now that you said that Damien Harris is coming back and having the game of his (laughs) career this week, Lou, start
0: him.
1: I have Ramondre Stevenson on my team and he is starting. And I mean, it is Ramondre season right now in, in, the, in on the Patriots. So I feel pretty safe that <laughs> Damien Harris is not going to have the game of his career this week. So Lou can shut it. Thanks.
2: Yeah, I think Damien Harris can be on IR, but still managed to pull up points this week after you said that. So. <laughs> uh, on a not as light note, Rashad Penny, unfortunately, season ending injury for him. Uh, he was on Adrian's team. Um, really tough to see. I mean, Rashad Penny, his whole NFL career has dealt with injuries, and to have you know he finally might have this starting role because Chris Carson, you know, retired, and you know Rashad Penny's been been doing good. He, uh, he definitely yeah. looks like first type of running back, but yeah, fractured fibula, so unfortunately out for the end of the year. Maybe it's Kenneth Walker time. I don't know, but still tough to see uh, Rashad Penny go out that way.
1: I know it's so it's so sad when you want like you're seeing players who don't normally get the opportunity to show what they can do and Penny's just like you said is just injury ridden so I mean who knows but that's it sucks sorry Adrian I know you're losing him on your team but
2: I think he's a I think he's gonna be a free agent next year too so it's not not good for his NFL career too to happen at this point in time
1: oh right yeah
2: Chris had Pat Fryermuth uh, gets concussion in third quarter. Looks like he's progressing because he actually did practice. And so keep an eye on that if he can clear concussion protocol. And not our only concussion of the week. I think you had one as well, right?
1: Yeah, I got Chris Olave, which I mean, impressive to get a concussion, but still score a touchdown. Definitely was a weird moment. Happy to have gotten the touchdown. But wow, that that moment was crazy to see. It looks like he's also limited in practice and progressing well. But the thing with these concussions and the same thing for Farmouth is just, you know, post to a living in a post to a world in the NFL. It's hard to really say how these concussions are going to be dealt with. Especially, I mean, personally, I'm like super concerned about Olave because if you lose consciousness like on the field, like I I can't imagine that they're going to let him play without some criticism coming their way. Obviously, he's like super important to my team. So I I would love to have him back on the field, but only if he's ready. And I I don't know. I don't know what these new protocols, how how easy, easily it's going to be for these players to come back after getting a concussion. Very much so. They are not coming back when they get a concussion in that game, it seems. So unfortunately, it seems like a concussion in a game now is like a one and done type of thing. But we'll see what that means for them going into the next week. But fingers crossed that I can have Crystal Lave this week because I'm going to need him.
2: Yeah. So the NFL PA did make some changes to the concussion protocol. So hopefully, again, everything in the mind of player safety. We we love fantasy, but we definitely don't want these players to be hurt long term and stuff like that. So glad that these changes are being made. Hopefully it's enough, but we will see. So keep an eye, eye, eye out on Pat Fryermuth and Crystal Lave going into week six. Definitely. You had another injury, uh, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> and he, I'm mean, not only that, Tyreek Hill had to deal with Teddy Bridgewater going out during the game and stuff, and so Fantasy value is going low, but then Tyreek had the quad injury, and then they saw him with a walking boot after the game, so not 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 a great weekend for him, right? But he was full part... He- has already been a full participant in practice this week. So uh, hopefully you shouldn't be too worried about that.
1: Yeah, no, that was really great to hear that he was full participant, especially coming out with the walking boot right after the game. I think he he said he got stepped on, so maybe less of an issue, just kind of dealing with probably some residual pain. And I doubt that that's really something that'll keep him out. I think for me, the concern is Teddy Bridgewater and making sure he comes back. But I I think he is going to play this week, so I think I should be fine. But I think Jalen Waddle's back in, too, so we'll see how that goes for me.
2: And I think is maybe a couple weeks out, so that's... Hopefully it's going to happen soon, too. Um, yeah. Not the walking boot we saw this week. We also got Baker Mayfield in a walking boot from a high ankle sprain. I had to double check and verify he was rostered. And yes, he is rostered by PJ. Baker's going to miss some time, but PJ has like three or four quarterbacks, so he'll be totally fine. However, PJ's
1: riding with Tom Brady, so I think he's he'll be fine with that. The Panthers just are falling apart. But
2: here's, here's the silver lining. The next quarterback up. For the Panthers, P.J. Walker. Oh. What does that mean? I have no idea, but P.J. should rock to that guy. because <laughs> His name is P.J. He's a quarterback.
1: <laughs> he definitely should. Just not really sure what to expect from P.J. Walker or what P.J. Walker time even means. But yeah, I, I like Baker. I don't know. It's I mean, everything is just wrong in the Panthers. I mean, they're coach just got fired too so it is crazy times over there even when baker's able to come back i just not really sure with for any panthers players even cmc like i don't know
2: well they might be trying to move cmc i don't know if you've been reading some of that news but
1: i saw that
2: on the trading block so we'll see if he has a new home the panthers are in total rebuild sell the farm and let's figure this out as we go so
1: i mean it's not a it's not a bad idea to, you know, trying to to rebuild and and get some, like, really good draft positions, I mean, why not? You Maybe you're not going to win, but you're not going to win, like, right now either. Like, your season's done, and you might as well look towards the future. And if that means getting rid of some of, not getting rid of, like, as if they're bad, but... Using the players that you have as leverage for some draft picks next year seems like probably the smartest thing you could do right now as the Panthers.
2: So, um, not sure if the Panthers front office officially listens to the podcast, but uh, here would be my little <laughs> plea to you guys, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Christian McCaffrey is a product of the Denver Broncos, with his dad being a very famous a receiver out in Denver, Ed McCaffrey, CMC come home, come back to Denver. Uh, We lost Javante for the season. We'll take a running back. We'll give you all the picks you want everything we have left after the Russell trade. So Panthers, give me a call. Give me a call. Panthers. I'm, I'm
1: not sure the Broncos have much more going for them than the Panthers do right now. So I don't know if CMC necessarily wants to find himself over there. But I do like the family nostalgia of it all. So I'm I'm, I'm sort of for it.
2: So speaking of running backs, uh, you know, running backs t- is a tough gig, right? You know, you, you get battered and abused more so than maybe any other position. They tend yeah. to be not super big kind of people. Tough times for the Arizona running back. Did you catch this this game and what happened with them?
1: No, I didn't.
2: Three running backs down. They lost James Conner, Daryl Williams and super fantasy relevant Jonathan Ward. All three of them lost in that same game out of the bunch. Conner is hopefully going to start this coming week. Um, yeah, he Castro's roster, but they're thinking he might have broken some ribs. So even if he does <laughs> come back, it's going to be tough sledding for him. He's he's day to day right now, but has not practiced. But uh, I, I don't want to be an Arizona running back right now.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. That's awful. Arizona is also like the Cardinals are another team. And I, you know, I've Kyler Murray's my starting quarterback. And week to week, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what, what to do here. I don't know what to do here. Something's, something's going wrong. Something's not working for all three of their running backs to go down. is just that sounds like a curse and not for me.
2: So I don't know. Some, some might call Kyler Murray a running back sometimes. So watch out. Not lately. <laughs> Well, with no more running backs, he might need to run the ball a little more and uh, might not be so great for him. No. (laughs) Injury wise for me, I relatively unscathed this week. I only get Dalton Schultz. Uh, was kind of a bad injury Um, his PCL which was his injury earlier this season already and he missed a couple games they thought he was gonna be out for a while but he was already limited in practice so he might be um, coming back Uh, I'm chilling with Zach uh, yeah Zach Ertz right now so um, Kyler just get the ball to Zach and uh, Dalton take some time okay you know come back with Dak just do that
1: yeah I don't know why I mean I I know why but it it did seem kind of suspect that they that you know that Dalton came back as soon as he did after he first injured that it's it just seemed like not great so this is what happens right players come back when they're not ready and they just end up re-injuring it and ends up taking longer so we'll see when he's back um we'll see if he's ready to go this week I, I personally I don't I don't think we need him right now I think he'd be fine to take a couple weeks off and be better like you said, come back when Dak comes back. It's
2: Cooper Rush time. Just let like Cooper Rush do his thing.
1: Well, it's <laughs> hasn't been bad, but we'll see. I'm nervous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she says quietly, softly into the microphone. <laughs> quietly. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about our week five games. Uh, week five games brought to you in part this week by the country of Germany. Not officially. Good old Gunther. But shout out to Gunther, uh, doing his thing out there, preaching the pot out there. Visit Germany. Gunther, email us, message us. We'd love to hear from you. It, it literally, it, If Gunther reaches out to you, you would instantly be our next guest. No questions asked. Uh, Oct- it's October. Oktoberfest. Exciting times. Germany. Visit Germany.
1: Yeah, Gun- Gunther, if you don't know who you are and you think we're talking to somebody else, you are our one and only listener from Germany. So please correct us if your name, but you will forever be Gunther in our hearts yes yes
2: please um so for my favorite week five game tough to pick so many great games uh chris made that comment right There's a lot of a lot of close games in the nfl which led to a lot of close games in fantasy yeah. lots of fantasy points to be had by many many teams but i went with the giants at packers which was not really at packers it was in london and part of the reason why i chose it right you know the for however long we've been doing games in london They just haven't been great. And so they're usually
1: not something that you pay attention to and or wake up at 634. Which I still didn't do this week, but I was paying attention because I have Saquon.
2: Or, you know, uh, you wake up after the London game and realize that, oh, Alvin Kamara did not play, right? So uh, <laughs> London games haven't been great, but guess what? They got this crazy shootout, Giants and Packers, and amazingly, the Giants pull out a win no one saw coming. Everyone's question, Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing with your life? Must have been a miserable flight home for Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the Packers after that.
1: Okay, so last week I was very hesitant about saying anything about Aaron Rodgers, but oh my goodness, what an embarrassing showing. How do you lose to the Giants? I mean, the Giants are, are, it's hard to say. It's hard to say if they're like a different team this year, because really there aren't any wide receivers on that team to begin with. But somehow they are four and one and they beat the Packers. And then you just beat the Packers. They beat Aaron Rodgers. And yes, Romeo Dobbs was on my bench. I almost put him into my lineup, and I'm glad I did not. Now I'm just trashing Aaron Rodgers. So he's definitely going to have to uh, turn turn this next week around because that's an embarrassment. You- Someone like Aaron Rodgers should not be losing to the Giants.
2: Giants four and one and third place in the division. What a crime!
1: I mean, they're third place because they they lost to to the Cowboys. But I mean, the NFC East minus the the Manders are uh, a force to be reckoned with. It seems.
2: Yeah, thought to be the NFC NFC least, and now they're <laughs> the the best for sure. The toughest division of football. Who would have thought?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird times in 2022 NFL. I'm not going to say that I was not thoroughly tickled and so happy when <laughs> beat the Packers. it's just so it's so weird to even say it. it's hilarious. So Aaron Rodgers, thank you for scribing next week.
2: <laughs> thank you to our next listener, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite game of week
1: five? Uh, to be honest, I mean, I, I was, I was, I lost this week. But the Cowboys beat the Rams and that was <laughs> an immediate start to the game was just amazing. So by Sunday night, my games were over. So I was kind of like, whatever, I'm done with football for this week. But Jimmy's team, um, he still had Mahomes and Kelsey playing Monday night. Mind you, he was down 70 points. 70 points. He had Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Josh Jacobs on his team. But was down seventy points, so we decided we were going to watch the game. I mean, we were we were obviously going to watch the game because you know he had all these players, but he was pretty convinced that he probably wasn't going to win. Four touchdowns to Travis Kelsey, like that's just crazy. Although I think what's crazier is that he got four touchdowns and still didn't beat uh, T.J. Hawkinson's fantasy points last last week, who got like thirty nine points. He
2: didn't get any yards. Yeah, it was just <laughs> they were touchdowns. all short touchdowns.
1: Every time he got a touchdown, like Jimmy would check his points, and it was he was like closer and closer and closer to like he ended up getting like a hundred and seventy or eighty points. It was crazy, but I I did not think he was gonna get those seventy points. So just for that, it was it, it was an exciting end to the week for us, um, and for him to get that win. And I was living vicariously through his team because i lost again
2: yeah i think he's the first player to get four touchdowns with a total of 25 yards Jeez. 25 <laughs> yards that's wild
1: that's so funny that's so funny because he could kelsey could do like you know way more than that with uh with less but it, that's four touchdowns to 25 yards is 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 pretty funny yeah that was my uh that was my pick this week.
2: All right. Without further ado, we have our next guest here on our get to know segment. Ooh. You guys have seen him in the chat. Has uh, invigorated us, I feel like a little bit. Our newest member of Final Dynasty. Give it up for loot.
1: How's it going? Welcome. Welcome, Lou.
0: <laughs> oh. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're ready.
1: I don't I don't know if the I mean the audience I think is probably ready. I don't think we're ready.
0: Shout out shout out to my uh my fumble games followers shout out shout
2: out we'll, we'll talk about that in a second yeah we'll we'll get to the fumble games but yeah so welcome Lou uh you know you've been anxious to to get on the pod everyone's anxious to hear from you as well but let's go ahead and kick this off to uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves tell everybody uh your team name as well
0: yeah uh I'm Lou and my nickname in this league anyways is Lou dog big reference to uh sublime big fan of sublime so it's always been Ludog dog for you know as long as i can remember
2: uh, is Lou dog your normal uh fantasy team name if, unless there's like themes or anything going on in the that particular league
0: yeah i mean i always try to be very witty but um, this was a this was a very busy year i was in uh, five now four leagues but uh, so i really didn't have time to come up with it usually it's like some sort of rams thing but you know right now they're not looking so so ramsey
1: all right, we'll start. We'll start with something easy, or hopefully, it's easy. A little softball um, question here. <laughs> <laughs> little intro. How do you know Johnny?
0: Johnny and I technically worked together for four years, but I only knew him for like six months of that. <laughs> I knew him through a coworker of his. I started with her, and uh, one night she was like, "Hey, come to game night. This guy's pretty cool." And I was like, "I'll, I'll see." And the rest is history. <laughs>
1: TFTI to game night. Well, you you
2: you'll get an invite to game night. There's game nights often, but um, we'll, we'll get you on the list. We haven't had one.
1: <laughs>
0: Rule number one is you don't talk about game night.
1: You brought it up first, so you're breaking your own rules.
0: Rule number two is Lou does what he wants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So met Lou at the
2: tail end before uh, he ended up moving, and so now Lou lives in Nevada. So thanks for getting our um Nevada stats up here on the on the analytics.
1: All right. Well, we. We got it. You're a Rams fan. Uh, is there a particular reason why?
0: Uh, yeah. I uh, high school. Uh, I played a little bit of football. I was really bad at it. Uh, so I decided to be a fan. Uh, and at the time, uh, really didn't have a team. My parents don't really care for football. I actually really funny story. I I had a uh Eric Dickerson folder when I was really young, and I kept that for pretty much my entire like school. Like as as it was a little freaky ding folder, but Kept it. So I kind of got into football, picked them as my as a team. And guess what? Two years later, greatest show on turf. Um, Tell us about your football playing history. What position were you playing? (laughs) I was I played corner, believe it or not. I actually ran a corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Uh, I I ran a lot in high school and I uh, stopped. (laughs) So I have a very different physique now, but I I was a corner. I also said that I was not good at football in high school. (laughs)
2: what uh what team were you playing on
0: uh i never got past the uh the freshman to be honest okay
2: i mean still impressive i mean you still still i'm sure it was a lot of work and um yeah corner is not an easy position to play at any level yeah they were like
0: you can't catch the ball but you can run so good luck boy smack it or tackle the guy that caught it
1: (laughs) well that's cool so rams all the way um you mentioned already you're you were on five teams but now you only have four
0: yeah, got got kicked out the the fumble games. I'm sorry I let my my viewers down. Sorry guys, I've just oh, had a bad week.
1: So you started the season with five leagues and you lost already in one of them. So now you're down to four. How's that going for you? And the other the other three that is not Final Dynasty.
0: Well, I'm doing pretty good in this one. Uh, I'm also four and one in my home league, and I'm three and two in what is my favorite league? Because I always make money off that league. And I just joined another casual no money league. And I'm also four and one in that one. So
2: uh, I think Chris mentioned last week too about doing a, a no money league. So tell me, what was your reasoning uh, for joining that? Uh,
0: that one is more of a friend's thing. They were like, eh, we just, you know, we wanted to start a league. What got me though, was uh, they're doing super flex. And my home league turned into a super flex also. So it gives me a little bit more practice, just kind of, practicing that super flex it's such a weird format that I don't no one almost almost no one does I feel like
2: um I've never done super flex I I heard a lot about it It sounds a lot of fun um what's what's been your experience with it so far
0: um well the first the first year we did it was I think last year uh at my home league drafted two quarterbacks really high I think it was Dak and he got hurt really early and that just kind of tumbles your team so like mm-hmm. emphasis on that quarterback is really big that that uh this league right now that i just joined i took <laughs> just and i was doing it for fun just to see if it worked. but i took a stack on both quarterbacks i took um lamar jackson and mark andrews Ooh. and uh justin herbert and um mike williams both strong stacks mm-hmm. one probably a little bit stronger than the other though right oh yeah <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> but uh my home league I went with a little bit of different strategy. I had the second pick. I got Josh Allen there, too. So a lot of rooting for Josh Allen, even when he's kicking our butts. And then I I wanted to try this year not picking a quarterback, like, you know, very high. Does not work. Let me tell you, pick your quarterbacks, both of them within the first four rounds, because then you, you pick up Jared Goff on the waivers. Let's just say that. And it oh. might work out, but it may not work
2: out. Yeah, this this year has been particularly interesting for quarterbacks like normally you can get a late quarterback that does decently but this is not definitely not been the year for that
0: yeah this one's super interesting to me um i definitely learned the hard way that you guys are orders my goodness last week i had 22 people on my roster 22 people on my roster that's that's literally offense and defense on a football team <laughs>
1: I have so many P- I have like, and plus like what I have on my like IR spots, I have no room for anything. It's ridiculous.
2: I think this past week I had an open bench spot and I didn't fill it. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what to put in here. I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to wait. And I think some of it, I did have like IRs and any were coming off soon. So I was like, I'm just going to leave this for a little bit. There's no, no one I'm super interested in right now, but I, I was like, it was pretty funny that, yeah, I just had a bench spot. Just, just open. <laughs> just waiting, for, waiting for the right person to fill it.
0: Your guys' waivers are barren. I mean, I remember Christy was talking about like saving her like overall number one pick and she got some random dude. I can't even remember his name. Zay some dude Jones. on the Raiders. My goodness.
1: He's that's on the Raiders, is he?
0: What? <laughs> you didn't even know, you don't even know. See, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She don't even know what team is on. It's it's such a like it's it's so the opposite of my home league. We have two bench spots in our home league. Two. Oh, it's wild. Two bench spots? Okay,
1: yeah. hold on. He's not on the Raiders. I was like, I have not drafted anybody on the Raiders. He's on the Jaguars.
0: <laughs> oh, that makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, the two the two bench spots, though. Can I tell you guys, I just want... This is, I think it's hilarious So I just tell you some of the people that are on the waivers, just so you can get an idea of the difference, right? Uh, We got Travis ETN. Nobody's picked him up. Just in what? Just in the waivers, straight up in the waivers. We got Michael Carter. Just in the waivers. The McKissicks and Hines, Chris Olave's on the waivers, Drake London's on the waivers, Juju's on the waivers, Mooney, Ayuk, McKenzie.
1: What uh, is going Marcus on? Two which league is this?
0: This is my home league. You get two bench spots. My bench spots right now is David Pierce on a bye and Dak Prescott. Uh, how
2: many people are in this league?
0: There are ten. That's why there's oh. only two.
2: Ten team league and two bench spots. Yeah, for sure. That's gonna be stacked.
1: There's so many good options on those wave. Well, I guess with ten, but like, I'm really surprised Crystal Love is still on your waivers.
0: Well, he got hurt. I dropped him. I had Crystal Love. It. I ha- i I don't have a player to play. I had to pick up. Oh, and I picked up. Uh, I, who did I pick up? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett on waivers. So weird. What year is this? <laughs>
1: Do you have Cam Akers on that league too?
0: So we're starting the Lou rebuttal hour now, right?
1: No, No, we got other questions. We'll get, we'll get back to that. So in these these other four leagues that you are in or any other leagues that you've been in, um, do you have any championship wins?
0: I do. I have one funny story about my home league. The first year, someone, he's probably going to be listening because he's one of those fumble followers uh decided to try to rip someone off uh this is the prime ezekiel elliott year uh he tried to get ezekiel elliott for and i don't remember his name the third running back on the buccaneers i want to say it was like jacques or something i can't remember so like the trade went through and we're like oh no this is not happening so me and my buddy keon we were like collusion time baby through, through every player he had at me i like had david johnson in prime like we were we're talking about. I just did not lose after that. Everyone was mad, and we we had a plan. We I like destroyed everybody, and then that year uh, I used all the money to throw a Super Bowl party. <laughs> so we right. already we had it planned. We're like we're not gonna keep the money. We're just gonna make these people learn a lesson because that's you don't you don't like rip off your friends kind of deal, you know. So ended up starting a tradition. I used to throw a, a Super Bowl party every year, and <laughs> that's how that that came about. Is we. We colluded, we destroyed everybody, and then we used the money to to feed everybody.
1: So not necessarily an earned championship there.
0: (laughs) No, but my favorite league is is my favorite because I win so much. I've won twice and I've gotten second twice. And uh, this league is 11 uh, military, active military, uh, let's say non-liberal, very fit guys losing to a fat, (laughs) I'm not liberal, but I'm in the middle guy and they don't know me. They just don't know me. I just know one of the people. So it's my favorite league because I win all the time. And if they knew who was, who was beating them, I don't think they'd be very happy. All right. I would have had a third championship if it wasn't for chase getting 60 points, I lost by 10 points in the championship.
2: And uh, how long have you been playing fantasy? I want to say five years. Okay. So relatively Newish to it, but you're clearly super into it.
0: Oh, I love it! I love the draft. I'm very into the the numbers. If you only knew the graphs and charts that I had.
1: Well, speaking of drafts, what spot did you draft this season in Final Dynasty, and how do you feel about your draft then versus how you're doing now?
0: Number one, baby, number one. and yeah, you're and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh number one and not so good because jonathan taylor is not looking so great but um i think there's a core there and i think if i if i'm allowed back next year i think i'll have some good second year players so i think i like it it's definitely one of those like you'll win but rebuild kind of deals so kind of in the middle there i like it
2: so um curious to that right so you're your newest uh, member to the league um you know you're you're around eleven people that have done this for for a little bit, right? And so, um, you you walk into this first draft spot. You got X amount of people to choose from. How much have you looked into maybe the strategy of your picks in terms of like long term so far?
0: I think I think that was the plan going in. I, I don't not to go too deep into it, but I do a lot of like uh, spreadsheets. Uh, I kind of take a value. I'll say it here because it really doesn't have anything. You guys keep like six people, so it doesn't. So, um, what I do is I do like mock drafts. And I take like, um, you know, people's boards. Like you go to like, you know, whatever, pick your favorite guy. And I kind of compare the both, right? Like where, where, where is, um, I'll tell you one guy, Mike Williams is, I have him in every league. Mike Williams is was consistently like going to the fourth round, right? In, in redraft leagues. I think that guy is like top 10, right? Keenan Allen's always hurt. The dude can get like 40 points a game. So like, that was one of my big value guys. To, to make miss crispy happy over here one of my overvalue guys <laughs> which i do not have any except this league because i traded it was cam Akers. i think third round was just too high for where he was going so he was like in no leagues so i do kind of a bunch of mock drafts kind of see where people are drafting them compared to where they're like supposed to be going
1: and we we've talked about that before like it's it's because we're a keeper league a lot of these players are being kept from like years past it's It's it definitely changes our draft because they're they're definitely not going where they're like supposed to go. So you you really do have to like look at those numbers of like where are they like what's their ADP versus like where where are they going in mock drafts? And then what can we expect out of this draft? Because people are being kept and you kind of have to you're going to be you're drafting people like way earlier.
0: For sure. I think what the reason I think, I think Johnny sent me the list of who I get to keep and the two players that stood out that made me join the league was a Josh Allen and uh Austin Eckler and in the rounds that I mean, Austin Eckler to me should be going top five picks and Josh Allen should be like almost fringe, like, like first, like end of second, like he's just that good. So having that in sixth and seventh pick was just like, I don't even care the rest of the players. Let me, let me join.
2: Yeah, definitely good. Uh, good core players, right there. Just with those two names, right. <laughs> so you uh, mentioned it a little bit already. Um, you are slash were a member of the Fumble Games. Unfortunately, you were eliminated two weeks ago. Tell what? us about uh, your experience of those couple of weeks, and um, you know what? Well, what would you do differently, maybe, if you do it next season?
0: So I came in second place of eliminations. I like to put it that way. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think I would do anything different. I mean, uh, fantasy is, is 40% knowing what you're doing and 60% luck in my, like on my opinion, um, I, I, I don't think I would do anything different, especially I feel good when like, you know, when everybody kind of vultured the players, I kind of took a look and there was a lot of waivers. There was a lot of people that wanted those players. So it told me that my team at least at, at this time, look good. They just, they kind of had some, you know, some bad weeks. Dalvin Cook getting 10 points, like, you know, getting greedy and keeping a, a Hopkins with, you know, so kind of it, it, it I wouldn't have changed it. I only lost by what, two, three points or something like that. So it was close.
2: Now that you've finished the, finish your time in the fumble games, even though it was a short period of time, what were your thoughts on the on this different type of
0: format? I liked it. I kind of liked, I definitely liked the idea. I don't think I got enough uh, time. I think it's going to be more fun, like kind of seeing who gets to ride that, you know, that very, that, that second to last place and who gets to pick up the most amount of players. I feel like there's definitely going to be a luck of the opposite of what you usually want, right? Usually you want to score the highest, you want to score the most points. You really want to score the second least amount of points every week cuz then you start picking up some very, you know, good players, you start stacking your team. So, you know, maybe you'll get lucky and some people forget to put their waivers in. I I think I'm going to keep an eye on it, but it definitely I just I like the idea. I just didn't get to experience all of it.
1: It's definitely different for you guys this first season because it's based on the reverse draft order or the reverse standing order versus I think next year if you, when you guys do fab, that's going to it's, it's going to be a different way of like looking at it. But definitely this year, it, it, the strategy does seem to be like I want to survive, but only so much because ending up a little bit lower than some of the other people is a is a good thing in order to get like those top picks going into the waivers.
2: Cool. Yeah. So excited to see how this folds out again. Unfortunately you, you were one of the, you were the second eliminated, which I can have you hanging in there longer. I mean, yeah, uh, you have fans in the league, I feel like. And so um, we're, we're, we're happy to see you still in the, in the chat here and there. So. We'll see how how it folds out for the rest of the season. Um, So going back to our league here, final dynasty, what is your current record?
0: Uh, Here I am four and one and man, I'm so close to catching up in points. I am like, I think Travis Kelsey was just like spiting me. I was watching that game and I was like, oh, great. Oh, that's another touchdown. Oh, that's a third touchdown. Oh, that's a fourth touchdown. Cool, man. Thanks Travis Kelsey for like, you know, making it less easy to catch up on points.
2: Always, we like to wrap up with this question here. Uh, what is your go-to Sunday football treat, whether it's food, snack, drink, all the above?
0: I think it is just guac. Some chips and guac, man. Some fresh. You know, I, I, uh, when I threw those parties, it was a joke. It was a running joke. I take about, I don't know, 60, 70 avocados and turn them into guacamole. And they called that the actual Super Bowl. They're like, doesn't matter about the game. The actual Super Bowl is this just big. I had this big giant metal bowl of just guacamole, man, and it it was it was it was good, and it got ate by the end of the day.
1: So you're hosting our final Dynasty party, and Chris is making spamasubi, and you're bringing guac. You
0: coming to Vegas?
1: I guess so. Raiders. <laughs> Arthur will be happy. <laughs>
0: all right so you know
2: uh you've been excited for this you probably have notes let's bring out the scroll
1: before Uh we let you
2: know here this is your chance to speak your mind uh whether anything that's been said on the pod during in the chat what do you got for us
0: so i want to introduce everybody to the new segment here um (laughs) at the at at the pod as we call it you know breaking news i got hired hired on as as a third as a contractor i'm you know they're gonna they're gonna see, but um, welcome to Wait, Lou is, rebuttals hour. This is
2: officially a, a segment within a segment. <laughs> this is like inception segment.
0: Yeah, w- welcome to uh, shout out to Gunther, to Deezy, to the Fumble Games. You know, thank you for Miss Crispy and her curse. Oh man, was it? A, it's a <laughs> wonderful curse. That's a blessing. That's why I called. If you look at the if you look at it, I have receipts. It's called the I was blessed by the Crispy Curse. Shout out to Tom Brady. <laughs> shout out to Derrick Henry. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. One love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have too many things to rebuttal. I, I love listening to you guys. I um... I, I always make fun because I always like to be the person that, uh, you know, has something to say about everything. Uh, they know me as like the arguer. I used to argue a lot and uh, for, like, you know, for high school and stuff like that. So um, but no, I don't have any rebuttals yet. I'll, I'll I'll keep them off record. How about that? That's the best way to keep them off because then you can't prove anything. Right. Right. If it's not recorded, you can't prove it, right, Miss Lawyer?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. That's that's one.
0: It's that's so. one way.
1: <laughs> true, true. Yeah.
0: All right, Lou.
2: Well, thanks for joining the pod. I'm um, sure everyone would be happy to hear you, including our our friends there at the Fumble Games as well. Knowing that you are you're a ghost that speaks that's super
0: exciting. No, it was it was uh, someone. DZ, I think, was like hey we should bring him back cuz of you know this all this weird johnny doesn't know what's going on with waivers and like people aren't getting the players they should get and then david was like nah, keep him a ghost he's gone for us <laughs> oh and i
2: didn't about you that um they there was talk about them having a a, a rival podcast what it was going to be uh no one cares about what did what, what did dz call it um unrated version <laughs> the is rebuttal hour we're,
1: we're too clean
2: we're too clean yeah and i told him that yeah <laughs> we, we put a we put a non-explicit on apples so.
0: i was down just to like create that old like rapper beef you know like like it was going to be every week you guys were, it's like you know the skip bayless like stephen a smith like you're going to go on there and talk about me but not you're not going to say my name <laughs> <laughs> you know like that one guy you know from the other network let's see all we do is say your name though so this is the lou podcast
1: i thought it was the lynn podcast
2: it's I think it's Lou and Lynn, honestly. I
1: think I think you're right. Especially, especially today's episode. Mm-hmm. This today's episode is is all Lou. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, Lou. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the chat, my friend.
0: Thank you guys. Bye. I hope
1: you lose this week. All right. Well, thank you again, Lou, for joining us. Somehow I made it out of there generally unscathed. I thought um I was for sure gonna walk away <laughs> with uh, tons of um curses and voodoo spells i don't know but i'm still here
2: i told you you didn't need to wear the football helmet and all the gear you'd be fine
1: i know i was going full protection <laughs> <laughs> here we are week five results speaking of curses lou touched on this in in his <laughs> segment segment within a segment i i'm not sure which part he mentioned it but i guess there's this thing called the crispy curse i don't know if i totally understand it but <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Do you get how it works? I think I, I I think the gist of it is that I talk smack about a team or a player, and they go off, and it helps them.
2: Yeah, that's that's my understanding. I uh, I like to interpret it as whenever you talk smack on a player, they become the, our next listener, and they go off.
1: Well, I don't know who I talked about for on Lou's team, but somehow. It really benefited him because our top three leaders this week, Lou was in first. Lou was our number one performer. He got 163.54 points. He is in second place and he has a four week winning streak. What the heck? I mean, if I cause that, then again, you're welcome, Lou. Coming in second was Arthur with 149.28. And he went from 5th to 4th. So good job, Arthur. And PJ, once again, finds him in the top three leaderboard with 136.74 points this week. And he also went up from 8th to 7th. Which brings us to our next interesting tidbit. So while Lou is our best performance at 163.54, Johnny. Would you like to tell us who our worst performance was this week?
2: The hammer came down this week. Our reigning champion was brought back to earth. I mean, we knew she was going to hit a little bit of a rough patch. Did we think she was going to go from first to worst? We sure did not. But yeah, our worst performance was Lynn with 111.06 points, which to be fair that is pretty high for a low score yeah so again this is a testament to everyone and a pretty generous points to be had all around kind of weak but yeah 111 points was our worst performance by lynn so hopefully she can bounce back from that you know we, we wanted her to come back down to earth but not that much that must have hurt
1: yeah i yeah i have nothing to say if i say anything right now i'm just gonna say something like it's gonna like end up going back into my face. So I'm not going to say anything, but yes, Lynn's fall from grace did happen and we're all better for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now it's Lou's turn.
1: You know what? You're right. It is Lou's turn. Lou needs to, needs to be brought back down to earth as well. Second place four win streak. And you know what? Maybe this is, this is the week to do it because he's, he's playing me and well, I don't know. This is probably just going to help him. So I'm going to stop talking about it.
2: I'm just going to say it's up to you. It's up to me. Yeah. Oh,
1: man, that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) We'll worry about that later. Tell us about the Survivor League.
2: All right. So Survivor League, we had our third elimination. Um, So now we're into the weekly eliminations. We are officially a 13 person league now crazy uh, dealing with uh bye weeks is, is gonna be a new um new twist on uh on the league but in terms of our last week's matchup and our elimination luckily everyone was safe from final dynasty i had an amazing game in case anyone's wondering shout outs to gabe davis on that amazing two touchdown performance including a 98 yard touchdown like i didn't know that even was crazy but i'll take him. i'll take him.
1: but that's bad for you and your in the waiver, though, right?
2: Well, not exactly. And I was going to mention this. Uh, We we talked about it uh, as a league. And so with me having to manually put in the waiver, like readjust the waivers, the waiver gate that happened the week prior, we've officially moved on to rolling waivers.
1: Oh, like what we have?
2: Yeah, exactly what we have. Yeah. So you hold your first waiver claim until if and when you use it and etc cetera, etc cetera. so i it, it just made it it's going to make it easier it's going to remove um the difficulty uh or the error i should say with it being weekly elimination now i think it, if there was any time to make that change i think it was now and so yeah so we're going rolling waivers now and mm-hmm. so di- different way we're approaching waivers because of it right if you if you have that mid ish waiver claim and you know you're not going to get who you really really want you, you can save it but you also don't want to get eliminated so another twist on on how we're doing the Survivor League.
1: I, I understand the change but I don't know how I feel about the change happening midseason and if I, I'm surprised Lou doesn't seem affected by it but if I were one of the ones that were already eliminated I don't know. I... Yeah. I'm not sure about how I feel about that.
2: Yeah, really. I really didn't want to do it. What ultimately made me um, decide to do it was the fact that we went through that waiver drama the week prior where waivers just ran incorrectly. And Mm so it's more so about taking the human element out of it. Right. And so with rolling waivers, there's there's no there's no room for error anymore.
1: I guess we'll see how that goes for you guys. I mean, it's I I get it like especially, you know, since we do it here and and you know, Lou mentioned earlier about how I was holding on to my number 1 waiver pick. It definitely seems way riskier in the Survivor League. So, I can't imagine anybody is not going to try because now you don't know if somebody else is holding out too.
2: Right. Yeah, so I now... I,
1: I think next year is going to be better with with fab for sure. That I I get it. It's the first first year figuring it out, figuring out what works what doesn't. But yeah, it'll be interesting.
2: I'll tell you my only worry about the fab, though, and I've already thought about this, is that um, I believe and I've never actually done fab. I know what it is. I know how it works. But if if I were to put a fab claim and you do as well for the same dollar amount, I'm pretty sure the tiebreaker is your record, right? It's probably
1: record or ranking. It's probably ranking.
2: But ranking is based off your record.
1: Well, you could probably do and just have it based off points.
2: Okay, yeah, I have to double check because here's what was a problem with uh, reverse standings was uh, it creates reverse standings based on our record based on which is our standing right Mm -hmm. but um, our head to head doesn't matter.
1: Right.
2: So that that messed it up. So if if the fab tiebreaker is record slash standings, then that's going to mess it up because again, that should not be a part of it. So. I uh, got to figure that out a little bit before we get into next year. Still time for that, but um, yeah. So going through rolling waivers for now. Getting into our elimination. Uh, one, the team that ultimately got eliminated, he was in.
1: Oh yeah, but district.
2: District seven. District oh. seven. His first round pick was naji harris oh. so naji harris had he's had a down kind of week or sorry season especially had a down week this past week he's also riding with kyler who is you know hasn't been as hot as everyone expected I'm Had robinson that. as well <laughs> alan robinson is you know Definitely been a dud this year. Your favorite Cam Akers was also on this roster. <laughs> uh Zeke also in this roster. So yeah, I can see, you know, as you draft this team, you're like, oh yeah, I this is a great squad. And then it just did not pan out that way.
1: Yeah, personally, just listening to that team. Um, I don't think I would want anyone <laughs> the waivers.
2: Yeah. So now that we did uh rolling waivers, I was looking at that team and I was towards the back end I, yeah i think i was 15 honestly and i was like yeah i'm not gonna touch any of this i'm gonna let all that go through and then as soon as waivers run guess what i can pick all everyone people drop decentish players i'm like i'm just gonna pick them up and i get to keep my waiver claim. so that is gonna be my strategy going forward
1: and now everybody else knows not
2: least but <laughs> um, cool but going into the week you know I, I like the drama leading up to it to figure out who's gonna get eliminated unfortunately this team out like Through the middle of Sunday, we already kind of knew that he was going to be the lowest scoring team. Um, There was still an off chance that um, another team uh, could have lost. They were down... 20 some points going into Monday and he had uh, Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs. And mm-hmm. so he needed 20 points from them. And so it, it was realistic and they all, obviously it was a high scoring game. So it was totally fine. The only kind of little drama on that was that the team that got eliminated was going against Adrian and they ended up being the two lowest scoring teams of the week. So the eliminated team got 75.5 points and then Adrian mm. got 78.38 points.
1: Adrian
2: yeah wasn't so Adrian, he
1: close last week too
2: yeah b- both of these teams were on the cusp last week and so uh-huh. um hopefully yeah Adrian upgraded his tight end he has T- uh, Tyler Higby now um hmm. so and he got Devin Duvernay as well so he upgraded a little bit we'll see if that makes a difference going into this uh next elimination but that's where we're at
1: see what happens week six for you guys
2: and yeah and shout out to all of our listeners in the fumble games hopefully hoping you guys are enjoying the no one cares about podcast hopefully we'll we'll hear from more of you guys and maybe get some of you guys on the podcast as well
1: unless you start a rival podcast in which case none of you guys are invited
2: yeah the uh this nsf nsfw version
1: (laughs) we're just trying not to be potty bounce that's all (laughs) but all right moving into week six Whew, we know it's gonna be crazy. We already mentioned buys, but uh, we got some waiver pickups. I'm actually fairly really surprised with these waiver pickups. At least one of them, I'm surprised that there was attention. But the top pickups this week were Wandale Robinson and Joshua Kelly, both with two claims. So I got Wandale Robinson. I believe the second claim was from Arthur, and then Joshua Kelly went to Arthur. Also two claims, which I think he beat out J4 two little interesting pickups I mean Lou mentioned this league is so deep compared to the team he was talking about and who's on their waivers like there is never any I mean I don't know how many times like you're listening to your podcast that you listen to for fantasy football advice but anytime I listen to the one that I listen to and they start like listing names for waiver pickups and I'm like nope 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 and then they'll list like some random person I'm like oh maybe this person nope (laughs) Like there's never anybody available so I don't Know why I went and got Wandale? Uh, Arthur, if you would like to trade, I'm I'm open to it. I have too many wide receivers, just too and, many.
2: And the Tampa Bay receivers on my team are still up for grabs. So, uh, <laughs> quick shout out to Tampa Bay receivers, all on my team except for Mike Evans.
1: You know what I realized we didn't talk about? Well, we can just talk about it now. Devonte Adams.
2: Oh yeah.
1: It, interesting. I didn't see what happened. He like shoved somebody. Was it a camera guy or something as, cameraman, yeah. as the game ended and he got charged with assault. So I don't know what the NFL is going to do there. Uh, I don't know who has Devonte in our league
2: uh let me double check i have him in many leagues so i'm very invested in what happened. i have him in this league yes
1: oh yeah you know i was just gonna say i think you actually picked him up before me in the draft and i was gonna grab him so yeah that is someone for you to look out for because so weird so i'm like kind of speechless when it comes to it because it's like i don't know if we've seen something like that before I don't really know what to expect from the NFL and punishments go. I don't know if they're going to suspend him. I don't know if they're just going to fine him. He was uh, charged with a, mis- with a misdemeanor.
2: I'm going to throw this out there. Devonte. if you're listening to the podcast, we have a lawyer present. So if you need someone to represent <laughs> you, um, fantasy man- managers need you. Uh, you're going on a bye this week. So we are preparing for that already. I have him in Survivor League. So I'm very um, invested in what goes on with this, um, the NFL side of this, you know, settle, settle with this guy, pay him whatever he wants.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll
2: pitch in on that and then, um, <laughs> we can make sure there's no suspension. That'd be great. Um, and to the camera guy who was in the right place at the right time to get this payday, congratulations for you. But you, I feel like you didn't think about all of us fantasy managers across the world who need Devontae Adams to play. Um, you were in the way of the locker room, my friend. Get out of the way. You have a big old camera <laughs> thing. Go on the side. You're in the walkway, guy. What are you doing?
1: I'm going to have to go back and watch what happened there. That's <laughs> poor poor guy. I mean, to play devil's no, advocate, no, like no he's just doing guy. his job. No,
2: no, no poor guy. I, I'm <laughs> not going to be a camera guy in the middle of the football field or anything like that. Like you got to be in a certain area. You can't be in the walkway to the locker room.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's areas that they're designated to be in and not be in. And if he was in an area that he wasn't designated to designated to be in, then we may be having or at least NFL may be considering it differently. Assault's assault. So, yeah, a camera is I I remember I'm like having flashbacks to like first year law. Uh, A cameraman is an extension of his body. So it's still it's still physical, body. it's still assault. So
2: we're going to remove that part of the uh, podcast. I don't agree with it. Uh, Let's (laughs) put it out there. Um, all I can say is I take that push with a grain of salt.
1: Oh, well, moving on with our weeks, our week six preview trade gate. There was a trade. You know what? What I'm, I'm most annoyed about this trade because last week while we were recording and we were talking about trades and I was saying how, oh yeah, maybe like, you know, like this might start up some conversations and people will start talking about trades and you agreed. And before we even dropped the episode this trade cleared between johnny and jay tell us about this trade johnny and when this came to fruition because there's no way that it started after we recorded the episode
2: um it did a hundred percent did this this was a quick <laughs> one uh i i just double check for timestamp purposes at 11 59 a.m on a friday i get a text message from jay saying boyd and pierce four question mark And he said, you know, you need a running back. And I was like, I can think about that. I was at work, so I couldn't really process everything. So fast forward, (laughs) it's 530. I'm off of work and I check his roster. He has he has some running backs. I was really interested in Isaiah Pacheco. However, he was not interested in getting rid of him. But he was interested in getting rid of Zeke. Uh, I thought it was going to be the other way around. But he was like, yeah, I'll part with Zeke. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. And so he wanted Boyd and Pierce. Uh, he was going to throw in uh, a wide receiver. I was like, nope, got plenty of those. I was like, just throw me a, a late round draft pick. You know how I like <laughs> my picks. So um, he said, "He how late? He said a 14th. I was like, I will take a 14th. So Zeke, welcome to my team. Uh, you ran really well this past week. Uh, I don't think we got end zone quite yet, but I really like the effort. Um, You know, I would not have drafted Zeke in the second round, which is what Jay did. But I think uh, for value for me to get him for, you know, literally bench players, right? It's not people that was starting anytime soon. So I will take a starter for two of my bench players. And Zeke, it's time to turn around that season, my friend. Let's go.
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, so much to say, but in terms of Zeke. And here we go. Crispy curse number two of this episode, I think.
2: Do it. Curse him. Curse him away.
1: Obviously, I'm a Zeke fan. He's he's on my Cowboys. Um, But I'm I'm team Tony. You know, we, we we missed we missed Tony Romo when he left, but we got Tony Pollard and Tony Pollard is the new Tony. And I just I I like him a lot more than Zeke. And I know that's controversial. And I would love to talk to you about it, Lynn, because I would be very curious as to what you've what your thoughts are on, on Tony Pollard, but Zeke's great. And, 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 you know, he's, he's been a great running back for us, but he just doesn't have that same explosiveness that Tony Pollard does.
2: Yeah. Tony Pollard had that big run, got that touchdown this past week. I agree. I think not as controversial as you might think um, the rest of the NFL definitely uh, is valuing Tony Pollard more. So I think Zeke is towards the end of his career, he still has a little bit of, of steam left, so which is why I was willing to to take a shot, right? You know, honestly, my team is not hot this year, so I'm just kind of throwing some darts and see if anything gets, gets the flame going on my end. So uh, excited to see what he can do. Again, I would not have drafted him in the second round, but for the value that I got in the trade, I think it was worth it. Um, but definitely will not be a keeper next year. I'm not going to keep him in the first.
1: No. Zeke is, like, in my mind, sounding like DeMarco Murray was for us a few years ago. Like, great great seasons early on and then kind of just gets traded away and becomes irrelevant uh not that I want to call Zeke irrelevant I think you know I think he's great I think he's done a lot of great things for the team but I don't know I I I just I really think Tony has what it takes to to really take off and he just needs he just needs the needs to be on the field
2: now let's go with the relevant I think that'll fuel the crispy purse <laughs> um, here to here first Tony uh sorry Zeke Elliot is irrelevant. That's from a Cowboy fan.
1: Look, this only ends up being a win-win for me because we're playing the Eagles this week. And if that means Zeke has the game of his career this season, then I'll I'll take it. I'll, another proving of the crispy curse and the power of this microphone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So let's go into rankings. Uh, that was all the trade talk that we had this past week. Uh though it was late in the week, but yeah. Uh in terms of rankings, we have no more undefeated teams. It finally happened.
1: Oh my god. Congratulations, Lou.
2: Problem is we we decrowned our previous champion, and now the crown got placed to Lou, and now we gotta take him down. So we might have created a monster.
1: Well, Luna's still in first place, so not quite decrowned as we would like definitely don't want to see <laughs> Lou taking first place yeah I mean I I shows that there's hope for us um even with Lynn's poor performance which was still not that poor I mean Castro had less poise than that last week so yeah, if our stuff or <laughs> I'm just saying that like if our worst performances are like not that bad then that doesn't really look great for us because we just this this league's crazy, the, the amount of points that we're getting, despite the fact that these like games are ridiculous and some of these players are unpredictable. Crazy to think that everyone has lost a game, but unfortunately, not everyone has won a game. Adrian, you are still our solo man looking for a win. I guess you're I guess you're, you need to be the new Jay that we need to hype up. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't mm. know
2: so yeah that that brings up an interesting topic can you crispy curse a fantasy team have you already crispy cursed several fantasy teams like jay oh
1: well jay did get one win we haven't really hyped him up since so i guess and then i crispy i did crispy curse lou and he beat lynn I guess I sort of crispy cursed PJ and he beat me. Wow. The crispy curse. Real.
2: You don't don't know the power of your own curse.
1: Why can't I curse myself?
2: That's not how it works. It's like, um, you know, the Midas touch, you can't turn yourself into gold. You turn other things into gold.
1: So yeah, crispy curse. I guess it's real, but I can't use it on myself. So that sucks. It's
2: part of the curse. It's the fine print. Mm. You gotta read the fine print.
1: I hate the fine print. Nobody ever wants to read the fine print. Not even the lawyers.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's take a look at our our sleeper weekly report. We have a, Lynn's reverse blowout again shout out Lou thank you so much for that
1: so funny
2: Castro gets the narrowest win so good way to to rebound from last week and uh lose or was it was a Castro bowl last week
1: Castro was last week yeah that he lost and he rebounded to win but it was a close one it was like 115 to 114 and some change so I mean it looked like he was gonna go on a, on a little losing streak there but he was able to pull it off so congrats.
2: Pulled it off and then left Adrian defeated.
1: Oh that was sad. That is the sad part of that. But thank you Roxanne for your inefficiency as a manager. I only say this because you did beat me but You could have destroyed me. (laughs) And I appreciate not having all those points against me. So thank you for only beating me by like 10 points, I think.
2: And uh, so these are our matchups coming in this week. We have my very own one in four team. (laughs) One in (laughs) four. That's so pathetic.
1: I mean, it's not because Adrian's 0 and 5. So at least you have a win.
2: It still is pathetic.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So you're... You're facing off with Castro, who's coming off of his narrow win. Sadly, I think this is also like the and I don't know if it's because you haven't updated your team like for buys or anything to account for, account for those or account for any injuries. But this is the biggest percentage uh, spread.
2: I can correct it now. I'm still supposed to lose, though.
1: Oh, did you correct it? Yeah. Yeah. Live adjustments. What's your percentage now? Because it was 38 percent you favored to lose with Castro 62% favor to win.
2: It's not quite that bad, but it's okay. still supposed to lose. I am projected to uh, lose 44% to his 56%. So a little tighter, but not anywhere near comfortable. I definitely want to be on the other side of those percentages.
1: Yeah, so that's not looking too good for you. Castro is three and two. Like you said, you're one and four. Next matchup is my sorry two and three record. Against lose four and one. Currently, I'm actually projected to beat him with a fifty one percent favor to win, uh, lose forty nine percent. So that's pretty close. I I don't I take it with a grain of salt, considering I've crispy cursed his team. But I wonder if like a crispy curse is applicable to two weeks in a row, or if it's like you get lucky once and then it moves on.
2: I don't know. In the off season, we might have to re listen to the whole podcast and and really define this curse and figure out where where it lies.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 curious to under to fully understand its its power and application. But we'll see. Lou said he was gonna play Cam Akers and he's 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 on his lineup talking a lot of trash about Cam Akers. So I think that's the real test here. I think Cam Akers is the real test here. So we'll see. Also this week, Adrian's own five to Arthur's four and one. Arthur is favored to win with 50, 58% chance of winning Adrian 42. If there's anything we can do, Adrian, to flip that, I would love to see you get a win. Um, it would be great if everyone who has a four and one record right now could lose this week.
2: Yeah. Let's, let's sign up for that.
1: Okay. I like that one. Yeah. Uh,
2: another matchup of David versus Goliath. We have Fred <laughs> at one in four uh, at 41% currently to Lynn's four and one at 59 percent so um Lynn has come down to earth a little bit but still favored to win heavily in this matchup so we'll see if that comes to fruition and uh you you have a close matchup but I think this might be the game of the week we have Chris at three and two against PJ three and two uh Chris is supposed to lose 49 percent to PJ's 51 percent so pretty much a coin toss at this point in time uh so definitely is
1: that that accurate did they change
2: yeah i'm looking at it right now
1: oh yeah i again because of buys and waivers and whatever i'm sure people have been adjusting their teams originally i had i had chris down favored to win so that's flipped and pj is now favored to win so Interesting. I'm very curious that you might be right that this might be the the better the better matchup this week.
2: Both both look like great matchups, but um yeah, I like the, the fact that they're both three and two. Um so you're gonna keep an eye on that one. And then our last matchup, we have Rox, who is you know quiet but has a really strong team at four and one. Uh she's favored to win fifty seven percent to Jay's one and four team at 43 percent, so we'll see we'll see how this all shakes out
1: i think we definitely crispy cursed roxanne last week i mean we were talking about all of her injuries and how all of her team her players were going to come back and go off and they did they really did
2: <laughs> so we, we are what, an hour or so into this podcast sounds like you're a believer now in the curse now you just uh, made an affirmation oh
1: no i mean i don't know if i'm 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 afraid of it i'm afraid of this power that with as they say, uh, power, responsibility, and whatnot. So I don't know. I don't know if I want if I want this power, especially if it doesn't benefit me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, we're all excited to see how week six folds out. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, episode six of the No One Cares About podcast. As always, share with your friends, like, comment, subscribe. Let's get some listener questions. How about that? That'd be a fun segment to add, so...
1: Yeah, let's make this these episodes even longer than they already are. But you know what? A, a, a listener question period might be kind of fun. I'm down. I'm in for it.
2: Yeah. So uh, submit some questions, like, comment, subscribe, rate us. Uh, we are now on not only Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now Google Podcasts. We Ooh. we have some listeners on Google Thank Podcasts. Now. That's exciting. <laughs> All right. So as always, I am Johnny.
1: And I'm Crispy.
2: Good luck to everyone now in week six, unless you're playing one of us.
1: In which case, we hope you lose. Bye. Bye. The crispy curse
0: has been blessed upon you.